Hi there, my name's Lauren and welcome back to Project TaylorMade. Today we're going to be chatting with Samantha Marks, who is the People and Culture Coordinator at Thank You, and it's going to be an excellent conversation. She's going to chat to us all about how we can present ourselves well and be prepared as we go on our employment journey. Let's chat with Sam. Hi everyone and welcome to Project TaylorMade. We are here today with Samantha Marks and it's going to be an incredible chat that we have. I'm going to dive right in. Sam has come to chat with us from Thank You and she is the People and Culture Coordinator and just simply a fantastic person. She's a part of our tailor-made program in the way that she comes and shares with participants and students that do the program. And um, her background is human resource management. If you don't know, the new terminology is kind of people and culture these days. So we're going to stick with that. Welcome, Sam. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. It is just a privilege. I know you came and shared with us in our most recent course that we ran in TaylorMade and everybody absolutely loved it. They were like, that sweet woman, she just made us feel completely at ease about this process that can sometimes feel like you're searching for a needle in a haystack of to-dos and not to-dos, particularly in the area of their resume writing and just being so ready to put themselves out there after being unemployed or just feeling a bit bewildered about the future. Um, and we're in a bit of a time like that again, where people are wondering, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? How do we get prepared? And so I'm so happy that you would come and chat with us a little bit about your expertise and also your journey of loving to support people. So that's where I'm going to begin. Would you share with us um, and, you know, start it with sharing with us about how you came to want to work in people and culture and human resources? Like what's been the journey? Because I know from knowing you a little bit more outside of the tailor-made space as well, that you are just someone who loves people. And so what's that journey been like for you? Yeah, I'd love to share a little bit. Um, I, I do love helping people and I love supporting people in, in so many different ways. And I don't think there's really a time where I was like, yep, I want to be in human resources or I want to be in people and culture. Um, but if I think back to even when I was in high school and wanting to help people, whether that was tutoring or helping people at school or helping mom with her business at home or um, just wanting to be someone of encouragement and of support to my friends and the people around me um, or leading youth or working at camp. I think it's always been a wanting to help people. Um, and so I actually went and did my Bachelor of Commerce and I knew I wanted to go into business, but I was like, I don't really know what that would look like. Um, I have lots of different passions and things I love doing, but I think at the core of it was always wanting to help people. Um, and so even thinking about would it be in not-for-profit or in social enterprise, which is um, where I'm at at the moment, but always the heart was helping people. 
And so when I first moved to Australia, um, you might know this, my accent, I'm from Canada. Um, but when I first moved here, we love London, it, we love it. <laughs> when I first moved here, I was in an admin job at an engineering firm. It was amazing to have a position so quickly from when I moved here, yeah. um, but was always like, what's next? What do I want to do? And so when this people and culture position came up at Thank You, I wasn't even 100% sure I wanted to be in people and culture, but now being in it, I'm like, oh, it makes makes a lot of sense yeah and it's a fit for you it's a fit and I love it and I love that literally the core of my role is to help people um, and to help them fly in their roles and so I love getting to play a part in that for them that is just beautiful for so so many reasons I love I also I always I should say love talking to people about their journey into the do mm-hmm. from the who mm-hmm. and um, just being able to see that throughout your life there was just that recognition that I feel most alive when I'm helping others discover what they want to do or partnering with them in their success or their hard work or their dreaming. And I think so much of what we do at TaylorMade is encouraging people to be more about the who Hmm. and the purpose than just what am I going to do to work and even just the stepping stones of your journey of going through university and then arriving here in Australia and starting out in an engineering firm and being so grateful for Mm -hmm. every step and all the learning and then recognising almost by falling into this space, Mm -hmm. um, which is a beautiful place to work, uh, realising, oh, my gosh, yes, there's nothing else I'd want to be doing but actually be in an organisation where I'm getting the chance to help other people fly. Mm -hmm. Um, And TaylorMade is so much about recognising and having opportunities to discover that purpose and then build a great community around you and find meaningful Mm -hmm. work. So what you shared just fits so beautifully. Um, And you're in a company now that where you're helping the people who are providing all of these different services to even help more people Mm -hmm. in the world. So Mm -hmm. it's just like this big, beautiful... (laughs) It's amazing. ...people and culture venture for the world, which is so exciting. Um, You have some great expertise, though, and part of your role is actually to interview people and sort of bring the right person into the space in different areas of a Mm -hmm. business. And so along that journey, I know you've got some great hints and tips that you can give back to our viewers and our listeners about how they can prepare for that. So if you could share with us a little bit around what are people and culture managers when they are, or coordinators, when they're interviewing and looking at bringing new staff members in, what are some of the things that they're looking for as they read resumes and actually carry out interviews um, and ways that people who are preparing to have those interviews can really make themselves ready. So whether it's the process of what should I put in my resume Mm -hmm. and then moving from there, how do I bring that resume to life when I'm in the interview space? Just any of your nuggets of wisdom that you have in in that area. Great. (laughs) I'm happy to, I think... Maybe starting with the resumes, Um, but this kind of links to both, but I think it's so important to know the company that you're, that you want to work for. Um, So So it might be someone that like, yep, I really look up to this company. I know a lot about them, or it might be a, I'm really looking for a job. There's this job opening here. I know nothing about them. Regardless of where you're at, I think it's so important to 
look on their website, look on their LinkedIn page, look on their social media pages, look on YouTube. Maybe they have videos up um, from the past years or from the beginning when the company started and actually get to know the company a little bit more. And I think that's really gonna help in the resume writing, in your cover letter writing, in your interview. Just even from a peace of mind of, oh, if they ask me questions about the company, I actually know something. True. <laughs> but also knowing for yourself, is this a company that I want to work for? Wow. Rather than going through the whole process, getting to the interview and being like, actually, I don't really want to be here. Um, wow. And just knowing that for yourself, because I think it's so important that there's an alignment with the company that you work for. Um, I think adding that into your resume and into your cover letter. So for example, at Thank You, we exist 100% to help end global poverty. And so if someone doesn't mention something about impact or about wanting to make a difference in their cover letter or in their resume, that's a big flag for us going through it to be like, we don't know if there's actually a fit that their core values align with our core values. Yeah. So find out, you know, is there some, what is the purpose of the business and can I bring that to life in the way that it aligns with my passion or with my values or with my career aspirations in what I'm writing? Um, I think really simple tips for resumes and cover letters is take a really careful look at the job ad and what they're asking. Um, I think, it's, you know, it's a, you might... It's a mistake that's made often. You kind of speed read and miss a totally. few things. And you might be applying for it. lots of different, different roles and you get it, but there might be different nuances with what different companies are looking for. We ask applicants to answer three questions in their cover letter. And again... If they don't answer the questions, we know they haven't read the full the full job ad. So little things like triple checking, have you done it? Um, even I remember when I was applying for a couple of roles a couple of years ago, and I wanted to be really clever in what I was putting in my cover letter. So I would take the keywords, put them in a thesaurus, you know, yeah. try and say what they're asking without saying exactly what they're asking. Totally. But now Great being tip. on the other side and being somebody who's reading through all of the resumes, I, I want the applicants to make it as easy as possible for me to read it. Um, some companies will have applicant tracking systems that are scanning through resumes. And so they're picking wow. up the keywords. So if there's a keyword in the key selection criteria and says, we're looking for this experience, if you have it, write that experience word for word in your cover letter or in your resume to make it easy for whether it's a computer reading it or whether it's someone who knows a lot about the role or doesn't know about the role. Um, I think as somebody applying for a job, you want to make it as easy as possible for the person reading to be able to pick out key things. Um, yeah, those are probably some of my biggest tips just in terms of resumes and in cover letters. And I think Amazing. if you've done- They're really good. <laughs> if you've done the research before, I think that's really gonna help in your interview and when you go in and be able to, you know, often they'll ask, what do you know about the company? Why do you wanna work yeah. for the company? Being able to know, but then also realizing that interviews are, can be a two-way conversation. And I think it's just as much of them figuring out if you're the right fit for the role, if this is gonna work, as it is you figuring out, is this the right fit for me as well? And so you can ask questions. You can ask about the culture of the organization, about the experience that the people and culture manager has had or the hiring manager has had. Um, and even just remembering, like I, 
I was really nervous to do my first interview as a people and culture <laughs> coordinator starting out. And I remember yeah. being there and then remembering like, they're probably really nervous. I'm actually kind of nervous. <laughs> We're figuring this thing out. And I think just hearing, I mean, I hope that then helps you when you're thinking about going into interview, like that, that that's normal. Um, and it's okay totally. to feel nervous, yeah. but to also remember that the goal from the people and culture coordinator, manager, hiring manager, isn't to make you feel stressed or nervous or anxious wow. about it. Good like, thing to my remember. My goal going in isn't to see how much I can intimidate you. Like never, that's never thought. It's how can I make you feel comfortable? How can I make you feel like you can share what you're thinking and feel at ease doing that? Yeah. And so I think it's good to remind yourself of that because sometimes we can tell ourselves other things that aren't necessarily true going into an interview. Um, so I would, my tips would be to take a deep breath, to ask a question. I actually love the moments of walking up to the kind of waiting area, shaking a person's hand. Don't know if we'll be doing that for a little while, but going up to that person and saying, welcome, you know, I'm Sam. Um, we're going to go downstairs to the meeting room. And that two minutes of chatting just about our days, yeah. I actually really enjoy that. Wow. And so I think it can be something that you really enjoy too. Just those first little bit of, hey, how was your day? Did you find the office okay? You know, or making comments of this is a great office or just that small talk, but to think about it and take a deep breath, be at ease, smile and know that we want that connection as much as you do. Yeah. And so I think it's just to kind of take the scariness of the interviews away and to remember it's a conversation. You want to, you know, learn about the company too. They want to learn about you and just to have a conversation. I think that is absolutely incredible, incredible tips right there. Be prepared. Learn about the company that you want to interview with. If you get an interview, make sure that you actually know a little bit about their values and their culture. And they might even have some information there that shows you the way that they dress in the office so you can like be ready when you go for an interview. Mm -hmm. And breathe. <laughs> Breathing. And find ways to bring your stress levels down by having that small talk and asking some questions and remember that people and culture managers and recruiters are not there to, you so beautifully said it, make you feel intimidated. They actually want to make you feel comfortable so that they can get to know who you are and see whether there is a fit in that space. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely beautiful. Now, before we go, we are chatting to people today who have either found themselves suddenly jobless because of the COVID-19 situation or they've just become underemployed because of everything that's changed. And a lot of our listeners and viewers are also coming from the space where they have been long-term unemployed for a various amount of reasons. Would you have anything of encouragement or something you might want to say to them to just give them that little push of keep going, you know, take it away. Totally. Um, I think, I think that it is so important to, to keep going and to remind yourself to keep going and to remind yourself to keep hoping and to keep your hopes up. Um, but I think it's, it's so important to celebrate the small things. Wow. And I think that's one thing that I've learned in work and outside of work, that when things are really tough, to celebrate even the baby steps, to celebrate that, you know what, today I'm going to read 
some articles. I'm gonna, you know, do some learning. I'm gonna jump online, see what I can learn about this area or something I wanna grow in and spend a little bit of time doing that and say, you know what? That was a great step into whatever's next. Um, or thinking back to times where you have overcome challenges, which life is 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 full of challenges in different ways. Um, and yes, this is a big one and this is so tough and it's so difficult, but I know that you have overcome other challenges before. Think back to those times, remind yourself of it. You know, I, I was doing a, a workshop on resilience and on hope a couple weeks ago that my friend was doing and she, um, well, there was this line of like, of course, this is difficult. I've never done this before. Wow. And I loved that because it was such a good reminder to be like, of course, this is difficult. I've never been in this situation in this way before. It is going to be tough, but I have overcome this and I've overcome this and I've walked through this and it was hard, but I did it. Wow. And, and remembering that you're not alone and to talk about it with people that you trust, that you love, that are around you, walk through it with them, um, ask them to support you and be like, hey, can you just give me some encouraging words right now? I really yeah. need it. And that is so, so fine and so brave to ask that. And so remember that, remember the things that you have overcome um, and keep going. Wow. I think we'll just take a deep breath and let that sink in just for a second. That was just absolutely beautiful, Sam. Thank you so much. So here's what I want you to remember after our incredible time with Sam. Number one, keep your hopes up. Number two, celebrate the small steps. For some of you, it's I got out of bed for the first time in weeks today and took a shower and put a smile on my face. And that is worth celebrating. It's been really tough. And remember your triumphs. Find people in your life who are going to remind you of your ability to be resilient and rise again. And make sure that you join us next time for Project TaylorMade. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. Thank you again, Sam. Thanks for having me, Lauren. Oh, it's a pleasure. We'll see you soon. Bye.